Hello and welcome to the Stringer Podcast number 43, a crossover episode. Another one of these I thought it was fitting, you know, in that last month of the NHL season, you know, pushing on, counting down to the playoffs, and everyone's looking for that last wild card spot. So I brought in my friends, Frank Krupe and Holly Nimmons from the Jock and Jill Show podcast. Jock and Jill podcast show, however which way they do it. They have a ton of great guests this past year uh, after launching. They've had Steven Stamkos. They've had Big Daddy, former Maple Leafs player. They had the Gaunts brothers. They had Mike Camilleri. Amazing people. I'd met Frank for the first time on the day, but Holly and I go back to her time with the Raptors. So it was fun to catch up and obviously talk a little puck. You can follow them on Twitter at Jock and Jill Show and the same on Instagram at Jock and Jill Show show. Before we get to the Stringer Big Weekend, though, I wanted to let you know that Sportsville Podcast has returned and you should probably check them out. Recently, there was a massive debate over which Big Shiny Tunes album was the best. I personally vote for number two. And the conversation carried over on Twitter and developed into which album did the whole BSD legacy die? I say number six. But head on over, check them out. You can find them anywhere podcasts are found. I know that's pretty ominous, so check iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and way more spots other than that. It's just easier to say where podcasts are found. Also find them on Twitter, at Sportsfeld, and on Instagram, also at Sportsfeld. Or check out the website, sportsfeld.ca, and you can weigh in on what your favorite Big Shiny Tunes album was and where did it leave off. Dylan, do you have a vote in this one? I'm just shocked that you didn't pick the album with the Foo Fighters on it. Is it number two? No, My Hero's on three. I thought Monkey Wrench was on two. No. Am I way off? I think you're off. You're... Oh, damn. Whatever. It was all. It was good until six. How about that? We there just you say go. It was we can good. agree on that. It was good until six. I want to give you a couple th- options for this weekend. Friday, March the 15th, Almost Hip, the Tragically Hip and Gord Downey Tribute Show. Dill, I thought you'd like this one, actually. 8 p.m., Linsmore Tavern, which is 1298 Danforth Ave. Almost Hip is the longest-running hip tribute band, having played their first show on October 6th, 1990. You weren't even born yet, Dylan. Don't tell the audience that. He wasn't born yet. Since then, they've played four sold-out shows at the Linsmore Tavern and always bring the party. When we're talking about 1994 sold-out shows, doesn't sound that impressive, but I bet you the band's older than the Tavern. That's what I'm guessing. If you want more information, check out linsmortavern.com, Saturday, March the 16th. All Them Witches, 8 p.m. at the Opera House. Personally, I actually don't know this band. I just love the Opera House. It's one of my favorite venues in the city, 735 Queen Street East. If you want to pick up tickets to see All Them Witches, I listen to a couple of their tunes on uh, YouTube. They sound pretty rad. Head on over to Seat Giant. And you can use promo code STRINGER to save a couple dollars off your purchase. Seat Giant is a marketplace that connects buyers and sellers all across North America, whether you live in a big city or a small town. And in this case, whether you follow like massive stadium bands or just someone playing the Opera House, which is like a medium-sized venue, they've got tickets for you with more than 3 million tickets available all the time. Seat Giant has a distinct marketplace advantage. Again, head over to SeatGiant.com and use promo code STRINGER. And you can save yourself a couple dollars off the tickets that you buy. Sunday, March the 17th, Toronto Comic Con. I wanted to give these guys some love because they were great to me last year. Uh, I was able to go out. They showed me around. I got to meet a lot of the people that were signing autographs. I bought some stuff. There's a bumblebee head that sits in our office currently. That was from that trip to Comic Con this year. Features Hellboy's Ron Perlman, Fantastic Beast Dan Fogler. This is my favorite. Star Trek's John Delancey. 
Q! Q from the TNG series, and then also he had a, a handful of roles in Voyager as well. Jaleel White, also Family Matters Urkel. I feel bad for that guy because I feel he was never going to live it down, and he probably didn't make enough money from that, like, being that young in that situation, being on that show, that it's really worth what he's probably had to put up with his whole life. But now he gets to do fun things like Comic-Con, and we get to give him hugs and take selfies with him. So go meet Jaleel White. Uh, Metro Toronto Convention Center, 255 Front Street West. It opens Sunday at 10 a.m., but it's also open Friday and Saturday. TorontoComicCon.com to find out more information and get your tickets. $10 for youth and $20 for adults. Sounds like a pretty exciting weekend for some of us. But for others, you might think it's pretty lame. I, I appreciate that. You might not know or want to even care about John Delancey and the Star Trek TNG series. So remember, because our ideas aren't for everyone, you can do one of two things about it. You can either reach out to us, let us know what you have coming up, and we'll be happy to promote it at Stringer Podcast on Twitter or events at thestringer.ca, or you can go to seatgiant.ca and figure out your own weekend. You don't need me to do it. They have tickets for concerts, sporting events, theater, live shows, comedy, all sorts of stuff. Remember, whether you're in a big city or small, all across North America, they've got tickets for you. And if you use promo code STRINGER, you'll always save yourself a couple dollars off your tickets. Ain't that fancy. I'm here for the people, Dylan. I'm here to help out. I'm trying to get you less money spent on your tickets or just saving some of those nasty transaction fees that we all pay way too much of. All right, after the hop, we have Doc and Jill show, Frank Kruby, Holly Nimmons. It's a, this conversation went a thousand different ways, but I think it just speaks to the energy we had in the room and our ability to laugh as a group. It was a lot of fun to revisit so many of these different hockey tales with a couple people that are just as nerdy and passionate as I am. As If you've listened to this before, you know there's only one thing that separates us from the Jock and Jill show, and that's a little thing I like to call the sax. When I got our last office, it was literally just me. Okay. Which was weird. Like, yeah. it was an office about yeah. half the size of this one. Like, she wanted to just work from home. And it was just, no, see, I learned earlier in life that I'm not good at it. Oh, okay. Working from home Most isn't tough. something I'm great at. Yeah, I'm taking three naps and... That's what, and I, not, I never uh, get, up, I yeah. never get no. into work. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And if I... I, I can, like, once a week, like... If I, yeah, I will, I, kudos to anyone who, who does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And they're probably great at it because I know some people are like, I swear by it. I work harder when I'm at home because I'm more focused. Me, I'm like, oh, do I still have like shreddies or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll do grocery shopping halfway through. I think it depends what you're doing though too. Probably. It depends on the type okay. of job you're doing. Jock and Jill on the podcast today. Frank and Holly. What's up, guys? Hey. hey. Nice to see you. Nice to... We've been working on this for a while. I know. And I'm glad that we've finally been able to coordinate our schedules. We have. And I do want to say to you that you might have one of the most amazing podcast voices of all time. Is your voice even real? No. No, it's not. Do you have I, a chip in your voice? I have implants, actually. Amazing. I, yeah. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, thank you. That's very nice. But you know that's... First of all, you're flattering me. It sounds like a robot. 
and stop because we talked so minutes ago before we started recording that I'm like, I don't have a radio <laughs> voice. And you're like, yes, you do. And you knew the thing to grease my wheels coming in. Smart man, Frank Groupie. Clayton, I think I think that you have a chip in your voice. Like in Mission Impossible, remember when they used to do the voice changers? Oh, when, yeah. when he puts the, the mask on? It almost sounds automated. Oh, that's automated like a robot? Yeah. Like, this is Clayton Hansler speaking. Yeah, exactly. I think you should just Welcome continue like that. Welcome to the Springer button. No, no one would listen. Like, are already gonna, no are, one are listens. Are you going to respond? Even less. Can we less. all do accents? <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to do my British accent. You, do you have a British accent? I can do one. Oh, yeah? Sometimes. Is that it? So it's, Hello, how are you today? Oh, that's not bad. Not, I like it. Did you terrible. take? Did you take acting at all? I did. Yeah, I, I, I thought you had. Oh, lovely. So just to cat, get everyone up to speed, Holly and I have known each other for, yes. you might know years better than I know I years. I think like six. Six years? Six when or seven, I want to say. It dates back to our time at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. Yes, when I was on the Toronto Raptors dance pack. And so was I. Yes. Uh, I was the backup to the backup of the backup. He had the shortest tube top. Uh, it was, at the time, very flattering. Uh, shortly thereafter, I think it, it became, still would be. No, you, do you don't still crack me. that tube top out every now and then. I do at home. You really? Know, yeah. Why didn't you work for us today? I am in a work environment, and I have to be very mindful of the people that I'm around. Okay, well, next podcast, can we both wear them? A hundred percent. Amazing. I would totally. I will definitely come back. Like, and you know, and you see it usually once a year. A different uh, media outlet comes in to the dance pack, and they're like, "Okay, today I'm going to join the dance pack." <laughs> Teach me what I need to know. Every year there's someone different it's than true. does it. It is true. And I think I could this year break it. I kept going to Amber Lee, who's like the the, the choreographer. The choreographer. And I kept telling her, I'm like, listen, this is my year. Like I had I been it. around oh working with the dance back since like eleven and watching the additions and, and learning right. all the stuff. I told her, I'm like, I think I have it this year. Play that Beyonce tune I love. And I want I want you to like go on YouTube and like learn one of our dances. Uh oh, uh oh, no! I, are there a lot I'm of a inner? Um, are there a lot of inner workings like with when you're on this, the dance pack team? Is there a lot of um, maybe like drama that goes on between the dancers? Like envy amongst each other, like you would have like with a sports team, maybe where some people are the leaders and some people are the followers, or you know what I mean. Like, what are the inner workings of a dance team? Clayton, my, take it away. I, my favorite part about all of this is that you made constant <laughs> eye contact with me. Yeah, as if of you believed me when I said that I was on the dance. Pack. I do believe you. Of I was I do. not on the dance. <laughs> it pack. is male and female this year. I was. It is male and female, but. Those guys bring I know, game. They are fucking sick. They're ridiculous. They are I couldn't amazing. touch them with. I wouldn't make pull. the team now, to be honest. I was uh, like looking at their auditions. I was like, glad I was on it when I they're was. So Shit. good, Clayton. I gotta tell uh, you, I'm a little disappointed that that was a lie. Well, what can you I really, say? You I'm really, I'm an entertainer. You really Frank. had me going. Uh, I all I could do is picture you, envision you wearing the tube top. And... <laughs> no, I have the tube top. Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh no, I'll all wear right. that. Okay. Um, I'm an entertainer, Frank. Okay. Is there a lot of drama that happens within a team? Well, first of all, I wasn't on the team, okay. so I can't really speak <laughs> to you know any of those ladies' lives. But I will say two things as an outsider or as friends of the team. Uh, first of all, if you have any office of like group of people, especially uh, at the time twenty or twenty one. Yeah, I mean, like it's like anything. You throw twenty people together that don't know each other. Maybe they they know of each You're other. You're gonna have like, right. friend groups. Yeah, that form. There's gonna be like really close friends. There's gonna be people that like you just don't see eye to eye with every day. But at the end of the day, it's your team. Yeah, like you you do sort of become a bit of a family. Like, what about what about players hitting on you? 
Uh, we're not allowed to talk to them. Nah, that you may You can't have talk to them at all? I, may... I did not. So if DeMar DeRozan no, walked... No, yes, if, at the time. If completely. DeMar DeRozan walked up to you, seriously, or any of the girls, and was like seriously trying to court court somebody like very respectful very gentleman like basketball court yes basketball court you see what I did there <laughs> you, you, you can basketball court them that's fine really courtship, courtship on the court that didn't happen no like no. they knew better we knew better they knew better sorry to hear that that sucks <laughs> I think maybe in the past it might have happened but not while I was really on the team uh, it's happened I, right. I know it has happened it but has happened I think it did not happen with me I am Putting that on the record. Stop there you lying. Go. Well, see, and you can only speak to yourself. Exactly. Right? And there's no point speaking for anyone else. Uh, I will say that I, I believe they've undergone a change or they've re, re-looked at, you know, some of the employee conduct rules. And that's how uh, all sports teams have been encouraged to look at it as if it's mm-hmm. employee conduct rules that's and not like dance team versus player conduct yeah, rules. Yeah, exactly. And I think it all stemmed out of a few different cases in the states, right? Sense, and yeah. and and a lot of people saw those as precedent setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when it was brought to uh, the court or it was brought to employment um, officials, as to you know, are these okay. are these kind of rules allowed to be enforced? Right? Can I be can I be fired for hanging out with someone? Can I be fired for posting a certain picture of myself on Instagram? This all kind of sparked just a reevaluation, I think, of all the rules in right. sport. I'm trying to be as like diplomatic as possible. You did a very good job. Yeah. Knowing that I have a lot of friends still yeah. over at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. Exactly. And I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but no. I would say they were proactive at looking at seeing what was happening in the world right. and realizing, oh, you know what? This is, it's a time of change. Exactly. And maybe we, these things that we've just passed down from like year to year to year, maybe it's time that we look at them again and treat it with fresh eyes. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Um, I didn't well, know you were doing the interview today. <clears throat> See, this is the problem. It's a conversation. <clears throat> this is a problem. No, no, it's just Frank asking questions. See, now, <laughs> now, 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 <laughs> this happens now a lot where I'm just sitting there, I'm like, shut up. But now I'm thinking about Holly's dance career. Like, did anything wild and wacky ever happen while you were a dancer? Like, did you ever see a girl, like, break her leg, like, trying to do a backflip or something? I saw a girl, actually, when I was at Florida, when, on the dance team there. She ended up... Uh, Gators represent? Oh, yeah. Go Gators. But uh, she twisted her ankle and it was just so bad literally like we were running off the court and she was still I should not laugh while I'm telling the story <laughs> you're one of those people <laughs> you're one of the ones and where I someone like happened. busts themselves and hard like, oh. and you're like yeah and I'm like I, I she's ran, gonna I'm bust like, her ankle like, on the way out on the, like, I know and it was probably a fucking car but, but like I swear like as she's like running she tripped she fell she totally twisted her ankle like Ankle is just out of place. I like ran up. I'm like, you okay? She's like, obviously like in tears, crying. Right. And I like run yeah, over clearly my coach. she's great. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just leave her there. I, I run over to my coach. Like- I'm like, hey, she like she needs help. Like, legit. Like the basketball game needs to start. Like con- yeah. continue here. Yeah. And she's just like laying on court. Like she cannot move. So obviously they brought out like uh, some help. But yeah, I should not laugh. But it's funny. I like how our first like, are you okay? Is the thing that comes out of her mouth first? Stupid question. It's not know, like it is a stupid what question. can I do to help? Yeah, no. that's a lot more to the Seriously. point. But it's true. We we revert back to the most basic things. You're like, oh my goodness, did that hurt? Yeah. And they're like limping. Their foot is falling off, dangling <laughs> no to the side. Ever. Yeah. It's awesome that you bring up uh, your time in university because college university. What is it? So here we call it university. Down there they, they call it college. They call it college. Yeah, that's what I Even thought. Even though it is a university, but yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah. For no, like, it is. Well, college and university well, are the same thing. And then you've also thing. got like, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, junior and senior here. It's like 
first, second, that third, fourth. I've make a had to, I've had to learn that because of sports and like, even some like, what's my junior year? Okay, and figuring out because it'd be like such and such player, you know, was redshirted in his junior year and yeah. blah 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 blah. But the reason why I was happy you brought it up because I remember when you joined the dance pack. And I found out you were with the Gators before, and I was like, "Whoa, that's fucking legit!" Thanks, like, man. Like they, they are They're legit because I went through, I guess, uh, my early twenties. We're a couple years different in age. My early twenties were the Tim Tebow years. Oh yeah, right. So everyone knew the Gators. Like really? there when Tebow was there. Yeah, my first year was when he won the, his second national championships in football. That's what actually got me into sports. Did you ever talk to him or anything? Was like Tim that? Tebow? Yeah, Tim Tebow and God. Okay, so okay. actually, no, course, okay, yes. so actually, I have Father a, real, I have a really good story for you guys. So I lived with three girls in university. This is, I think, my sophomore year, and they were all like good Christian girls. Yeah. I was on the Love dance that. team, and <laughs> very, very liberal of you. Exactly. So they had a Bible study actually at our house. And so Tebow's mom was good friends with like my roommate's moms. They're all in Alpha Delta Pi. Buddies, you know, in, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. Their university days, college days. June. And Tebow. so I come back. I'm literally like sweating from dance practice, like in my sports bra, like small little short shorts, because like dial it's it back. Hot in Florida. No, dial right it up. Too. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so <laughs> it's a PG show that we swear. <laughs> no. So this is like something out of a movie. I walk into my house in university. There's a fucking and they're all all these girls are like surrounded there you've got tebow you got his brother peter you got his mom just like sitting there having like a nice little bible study everyone's quiet looks at me i'm there and like my short shorts and sports bra sweating to death and i go fuck (laughs) i just walk into my room and i'm like what and I, they started I, praying for you probably right after. Right they then. probably did, yeah. but like legit, yeah. I, they shouldn't that have was like out of a movie. I, just, <laughs> I will never forget that moment for as long as I live. How do you guys know each other? We don't. We just met on the street two minutes ago. Really? Yeah. Get out. It's yeah, amazing that podcast. Isn't that just, fucking crazy? Just meeting each yeah, other. I know, right? Holy shit. I keep trying to play. If it's come up on the podcast, I apologize. But I no, keep trying no, to no, like no. invent the story in my head and keep trying to place it. Uh-huh. Now, I found out that you guys live close to each other. We do. Yeah. So is it like a childhood friend thing where it's like, You'd we think, were buddies right? when we were kids. Yeah. Was it like a post-secondary school thing? Or is it just like, no, my parents and his parents. They're all friends. <laughs> Serendipity. That's Ser- what it is. That brought you together. Very serendipitous. Have you ever seen the movie? Of course. Oh, I, watched, yeah. I watched it on the way here. Did, did, I have a little have a TV in my car. You've yeah. never seen it's the movie. So I've never even heard of the movie It's before. incredible. Is it? Yeah, it's worth seeing. It's got... Go uh, on and watch it now. It's got... Leave. We got a TV here. Why don't we just the, throw it up right now and pause the podcast? <laughs> or we just keep it on. <laughs> We can do one of those movie like people do it where they watch a movie and they talk through it it, as as it goes. Uh, Serendipity, John Cusack. Oh, yeah, sold already. And the lady from uh, what? Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Okay, Underworld. That was trying to get. She was like the vampire or the Lorcan. What do they call the? The Dylan. Have you seen Underworld? No. No, I, he no. turns his microphone down so he doesn't have to speak. <laughs> uh, they're not called Lorkins. They're called something. They call werewolves something funny. It's a good movie, though. Okay. It's a great movie. Gotta see it. Anyway, Serendipity okay. takes place in New York. Yeah. And they're reuniting is very serendipitous. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And so it's how you guys met. So that's kind of how we, that's kind of how we, yeah, take it away. How we met. Yeah. So 
We we started a oh, yeah. hockey podcast, Holly and I, called the Jock and Jill Show, and uh, it's it's dedicated to long form conversation with uh, personalities from the hockey world. So, yep. Please go like, follow, subscribe, review, rate. Yeah. <laughs> tweet, Whoa, have twit. you said that before? To twit it, <laughs> twat it, ig it, ig. Oh yeah, ig that thing to death. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So, but how did you get? Yeah, so okay, so it, you like, didn't even get to the origin story. <laughs> I'm giving you the. You mid- got to the end. I'm giving you the mid level, the mid level overview. And everyone I, knows that this is called a crossover episode with Jock and Jill. Right. Okay. So we'll back up then. Um, I actually reached out to Holly on LinkedIn Recruiter, maybe about a little over a year ago. I think it was. No, more than that. It was like a year and a half I think ago. It was, I don't know if it was quite a year and a half, but it was. Yeah, somewhere I in between there. It was in the summer. Of 2017. Oh, no, it wasn't in the summer. Yes, because I was at Wonderland when I got the message. Okay, either way. It was, That's yeah. When we'll she read it. That's not when you reached out. Right, Don't right. Don't worry, Frank. It's say 18 months. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm used to girls taking two months to respond <laughs> to my messages, so, or if, even if they do at all, so it's okay. But um, you see the little, it's been read. Oh. And then they don't respond. Fuck! You're just waiting for the dot, dot, dot to appear to say that they're writing something. Never comes. They don't do that either. No. And then you're like, oh, well, maybe they just opened it by accident. Or Guys, maybe come they didn't on. It's, like, it's playing hard to get. Hey. Have you never heard, like, leaving someone on red? Read? Yeah. Or, uh, on, is it red or read? Uh, red. On red. Red? Yeah. Yeah. Not on LinkedIn, though. That's, like, very professional. It, it does happen on is LinkedIn, it, though. Really? Well, absolutely. It happen, well, clearly. It happens, well, happens, <laughs> it, it happens all the time with... with I'm pretty uh, sure I, I answered right away. I don't know. It happens all the time when you're prospecting people, like, for sales. But you know what? You just When that happens, you just reel your lure in, and you fucking cast it again. So it's not that big of a deal. But anyways, so I, I messaged Holly on LinkedIn, and uh, I said, hey, you know, I've got, I've got an idea for a... Uh, Hockey. I mean, we're we're both big sports fans, and we both yeah. have a passion for media and podcasting. But absolutely, I, I just I shot her a message. I, I did a I did a legit LinkedIn search. So I put keywords in. I put in you know female. I put in media background. And I just kept popping up. Oh, and she just her face was splattered all over every page. So <laughs> you live close to each other, but you never knew each other not before really. Frank. You no, reached out. So really. actually, no, I did know of Frank. She knew of me. In high school. Yes. Because one of my girlfriends had a crush on him. So you knew of Frank, but I guess you guys had never really crossed paths. Yeah, no, we never had. Not really. I mean, we, we lived like literally Some mutual a friends kilometer and, stuff, and a half but... from each other, which was funny. And we went to different high schools, different elementary schools. Um, my cousins actually lived on her street. Yeah. And the families knew each other. Wow. And I think maybe... Um, it was one of those when we finally like met up for like a coffee to just chat about mm-hmm. the potential of doing the podcast. I no, we met up for a beer. We don't fuck around. Yeah, no, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we met for beer. After, after, for beer, yeah. this, after like yeah, swearing at a Bible like <laughs> conference, you're like, "It was a Bible study, damn it!" It's basically a conference, yeah. and we had coffee. You're like, "No, you didn't." Uh, <laughs> no, we had a beer. Rich, I asked you this already, and I forgot before we got on on, on microphone. Both Richmond Hill. Markham. Oh, Markham. Well, Unionville okay. to be very to be precise. Very precise. There is a difference between Unionville and Markham. We won't get into that because we can make a whole episode on its own. So you guys met up for a beer or a coffee or a coffee beer. It could have been like a nice brown <laughs> Kinda, stout. Actually, I had a Guinness. Oh. So there you go. It was a coffee. What a champion. I think I had a, what's the weird gin drink? I don't know. And Russian. Tonic. Russian. No, 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 no. <laughs> he thought he was cool. Fuck. What was it? I don't know. You I thought know. you were like. Oh, well, I remember, I remember my cousin was there. My older cousin. He's like, "Hey, Frankie." He's like, "Is this your girlfriend?" Yeah. Do you I know, remember that, was, that guy? That the, was really the, the big weird. Guy? That's really, an I, awesome voice, though. Yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. That's my cousin. Like, hey, oh, Frankie, who's not. this? Who's this good-looking, tall brunette you're with here? I'm like, Nick. It's just the fucking. It's just it's business, man. He's like, All right, well, you let me know later what happened. <laughs> weird. I know. Shocking that I committed to doing this. Family, I tell you. 
everywhere I go. <laughs> Croupies everywhere you fucking go. Anyways. They really are. So you had the original Jock and Jill idea. Well, it, it was... I want to credit someone with it. Well, Clearly, we, I'm trying hard. We, we came up with the, the concept, or like the concept we came up together, yeah. for sure. But I guess the idea just to start the show... I, mean, I, I, did, I did a radio show when I was in university, and um, it was kind of the same... Not really the same form. We didn't interview celebrities or NHLers, but we, we interviewed uh, you know people from around campus that were involved in hockey, whether it was the yep, trainer, completely. whether it was the coach, the mascot. It's the same idea. Same an idea. Inter- honestly, an interview is an interview. Lo- regardless interview, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. Of what level um, they're playing at. And I always, like, when I was in university, I was doing this, and, and it got pretty big. Like, in my senior year, we actually got picked up by the the town's local station, WVAC, 107.9. So the final year, we actually got on to, to, uh, to AM radio, mm-hmm. and we were, like, rock stars for a year. It was awesome. Um, How many people knew your name? Everybody. It was a small town. Seven. It was a small town. There was, there was only seven. maybe a population of Adrian, Michigan, maybe only 20,000. <laughs> you said AM radio, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, oh, yeah. You said Rockstar, your word, not mine. Right, AM. exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of had that, that? You, you had that oh, concept. Yeah. You had yeah, that so idea of what, of what you wanted to make. Uh, yeah. Like just an ide- the idea, we started chatting about it. At yeah. that point, I think I was also like, you know what, I've always wanted to like, I've always honestly wanted to interview different players basically yeah. whether it's nhl nba doesn't matter because i always like knowing their life stories yeah. and because there's so many of them have so many crazy stories that people don't know about like off court off ice and that was always my mm-hmm. big thing yeah so it was just we just clicked like i i presented her with the you know i had said hey we've always had this idea to do this type of a show mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on, on on partnering up on something like this and um it took us forever to figure out our name Really? Yeah. Interesting. We it had did. like 50 different names that we were it looking did. at. It did. Yeah, it did take us a long time. We There was a lot that were taken already. Yeah. Like we had to find something that was very unique and we, mm-hmm. we also wanted to find something. Jo- Jock and Jill, very, very unique. Yeah. And the, very and, unique. And really the reason that we went with it. Never heard of something like this before. No, it's true though. I'm serious. If you, if you Google Jock and Jill... There's nothing out there. It is true. There's nothing I, out no, there. I, no, I, I do completely believe you. Yeah. I do, com- but it's not like, for, it's for not like the Harbingers so or no, something. No, no, it's that not. That would be but, very but, but if you actually, it's not. It's very common and you would yeah. think that it would be out there, but it, look, if we actually ran a ton of searches and the Jock and Jill, Jock and Jill was, there was a restaurant in St. Louis called Jock and Jill's. Smart. There's a, a, a an underwear company that went out of business a few years ago. Weird. Yeah. And other than then, there was We're nothing. We're thinking of restarting nothing. it. Oh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to come up with your own branded underwear. Oh, yeah. Just you Next guys on wait. Teespring. I love the concept and I love the dynamic. And I think what works really well uh, is the fact that naturally, and this is 100% a compliment, you're both talkers. Like you and you're both. Oh, yeah, we don't b- shut up. You're both big talkers and it adds to the energy of the show. Yeah. Right? And, and I would, although I would imagine a lot of people tune in for the interview and the interviews are completely interesting but my favorite Thank parts you. i think are off the top when you guys are just kind of when we banter riff, a little bit riffing off each All other right and then you you bring in some old friends usually to solve a debate yeah. or 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 you dial them in that is to me that's very again compliment it's very formatted it it, it shows intent right yes. as yes. as you yes. plan each show you know kind of the bits you want to hit yeah, yeah. and you want to know how to build them how did that idea build between the two of you that you knew you wanted to bring in some outside? Right. This right. was definitely more Frank. Yeah. Just so, because he's a huge fan of Howard Stern. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so I so see. our like our show definitely takes a lot from from the Howard Stern concept. Mm-hmm. So when I was always thinking about doing the show, I said, Okay, like look at Howard Stern. His he's got he's the king of 
radio slash podcasting. Yes. There's nobody that comes close to him. He single-handedly built Sirius Satellite Radio. It wouldn't exist without him. And he's arguably the greatest interviewer in the world. Uh, as much shit as he gets, when he interviews a musician or an actress or whatever, it's like the way he extracts information from them and talks to them is like nobody else. And what's incredible, I think, about Howard is that people keep coming back and there's something to that. Right? Absolutely. It, it means that... Yeah, his guests, yeah, they're all repeat guests. You're, yeah. you're, yes, you sound outrageous yeah. or whatever. You have this persona. Exactly. But you put people in a comfort zone yes. where they never feel that... They're at risk or yes. they're at danger. Or they're being judged. Or, or they're being like judged. That. And you can have everything from the so-and-so from the local stripper or whatever that that is like this fiery kind of idea all the way to like a Reese Witherspoon yes. on the other side that plays the girl next door in every stinking movie. Yeah. And you can bring them all in and make them all feel like there's a reason why they're there that they're valued, mm-hmm. that they're going to have some fun, but most importantly, they're going to be safe. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. You hit it. You hit it perfectly. I mean, he he'll bring on anything from strippers to you know a a list celebrities, yeah. and and you look at the the list of people that have come on his show repeat number of times. Like Jerry Seinfeld's done his show, God knows how many times. Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, Donald yeah. Trump. It's like look Wahlberg. at yeah, He's like look at the variety of guests. Have. So it was always like okay, like the variety of guests. They're yeah. all yeah. men. So using Howard anyway, as so, kind of a format. Or, or, or taking keys from his show. Kind of. To, to help build your format. Kind yeah, we, of. We, we don't want to compare ourselves to his show because it's a very different show, at, definitely at the end of the day. But mm-hmm. no, we definitely took keys from it, I'd say. For sure, yeah. So, like, one thing, I, I listened to a lot of him when I was younger, like, growing up. And one thing I noticed is that he never did, he'd hardly done interviews with athletes. So, there's very, very few athletes that he's, he's actually only had one hockey player ever join his show. Mm-hmm. Who was it? I know Holly knows who it is. Do you want to take a guess? No, Go for it. I'm not. The Dylan Ken. He's like the sports well, it's guy. What's the obvious one? Yeah, the great. He had Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. He had Wayne Gretzky. There That's the go. only hockey player he's ever had on. Second greatest hockey player in the world, Mary Lemieux. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, you know, nice plug. You, you can make an argument that Lemieux was better than Gretzky. For sure you I could. I will, 100%. I, I would probably agree <laughs> with Every you. Every day of the well, week. I could, I could make that argument. But, um, and, just, and a lot of people could. You can fight with anyone over that topic. It's true. Oh, All you man. can do, someone has to say that, oh, you know, Mary Lemieux, greatest hockey player in the world. You're like, whatever, Wayne Gretzky. Right? And you can just <laughs> flip it on the other side and you could fight forever and neither of you will win. You'll just keep fighting. Exactly. You'll, yeah. you, you won't come to a conclusion so on he had, that. He had wait on the show. He had wait on the show, and that was it. And I was like, why doesn't he interview athletes? Like, he, and, and the reason is because he's not a hockey. He's not a sports fan. He no. doesn't care about sports. He, he loves his pop culture. He loves his pop culture. Yeah. So he has his, you know, actresses and musicians and this and that. And I said, I said, what if, you know, there, there should be a show that is the same format as his, mm-hmm. similar format that does athletes. So that's where kind of the the off brand quirky yeah, comedy like, and the Collins come in yeah. um, you know the guy girl dynamic yeah. Um, so yeah there's a lot of things that that we that were I guess derived from I'm all for inspiration kind of in weird ways inspiration mm-hmm. people can have a negative thought around it they're like oh you're just ripping off and you're like no, no nah, man it's still man. our content like, nah. my favorite bands inspire me as a musician absolutely right yeah, it's, favorite da- like you watched Incredible dancers as a kid, and they inspire you to do great things. You're never imitating, and you can't imitate. It's impossible to. And I'm such a fan of inspiration. And and uh, Holly, I noticed you were like, "Well, we don't want to compare ourselves." You're not though. You're just saying no. we're inspired by. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. You ever heard of the the old adage, "Success leaves clues"? No. 
but I love it. Six well, that's, that's that's famous Tony Robbins line. Success leaves clues. So you look at the most famous people in the world. What have they done to get where they're at? And fucking copy it. It's not that hard. Frank, I see why you like this it's guy. It's not that hard. Yeah. So it's like, no, look, some days, some did, days. Some days, yeah. He, he broke all these out uh, over beer. He's like, hey, have you heard of the old adage? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I used that on LinkedIn right away, she wouldn't have left me on read for fucking two months. There you but go. Okay. Learn. Yeah. Learn. Is hockey the main focus? It has been so far. Yeah, right so in the season so far, but are you? I know you have a history in it, Frank, mm-hmm. uh, having played into college. Sat right? on the bench a lot, but I was there. So yeah. Don't yeah. worry, that makes two of us. Great yeah. Yeah. We're great at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I opened the door, shut the door. Were you a goalie Count- too? I wasn't a goalie. Oh, no. you had me excited I, there for a I, second. W- there was a period in time that I wanted to be a goalie. Uh-huh. Uh Really? Oh yeah, I was. I was very young. An ice and hockey then, goalie. <laughs> an ice hockey goalie, hundred percent. Wow. And then I realized I wanted to skate. Yeah, I was exactly. Like, no, they just stand there the whole time. <laughs> if you're lucky, because then. You know, I always love the second string goalie because they were always there for you when you got to back the bench and you could literally pick your conversation back up yes. from where you left <laughs> off. But it's like, oh, you know, the best. counting counting uh, face-offs, yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. all the basic stats. They didn't get it, give them any of the complicated stats. You could have handled it. Yeah, like, exactly. In the world that we're now in of Corsi, you totally could have broken that code right, like right, decades ago right. if someone just let you count the more confusing uh, things. Well, back backup goalies have a we're going to get off on another tangent here, but backup goalies Shocking. have a lot of other duties, right? You would like it's not just keeping the stats, like anything from filling bottles mid-period, bottles. mid-period, <laughs> okay? To I left that one alone. Okay, no, of course to and and, and my, my favorite was was chirping the other goaltender in the second period, when the when the sides have switched, so the opposing goaltender right. is now closer to your end. Yep. So it's you and the other goalie on island, yep. and so you can beat them. The whole oh, time. that was my favorite time of the game. I said, "It's a So next one's going in. Next one's <laughs> going in. I know I'm in your head. I'm a goalie too. I know. And, and it's it's so funny. Like coaches would even sometimes be like to the backup goalies, they they would put these guys in charge of of chirping certain players on the other team. Because you're the backup, like Completely. what's going to happen? You're not going to get a penalty. Very unlikely. You're not really involved in the game. So it's like, hey, you know. Groupie, get on number 15 every time he skates by telling me he looks like a Nancy. Like, whatever, you know? So, anyways, there, there's a lot of different duties that backup goalies have. But. I, uh, I like that. Tell me he looks like a Nancy. A Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would have gotten – actually, we wouldn't have gotten along great, but we would have had respect for each other. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> as soon as I realized that everyone was better than me, yeah. uh, I realized that I had to be the loudest one. Of course. Right? And yeah. so that's what I, I excelled at. Yeah. It's just just going at going at, I, I was playing a charity game. I was playing pro and media charity game. And so uh, Nazem Kadri was out of that one. Oh, nice. And a handful it was in, in yeah, the you off really season. Impressed him? And I was I did not actually <laughs> fair enough, Naz and I go back to his draft and we've known we've known each other ever since his draft. So why kind of? That's cool. So do I. You guys played together? No, but I <laughs> no, 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 no. Same story as no, me. No, no, no. I'll, I'll really, really quick, really quick. Nazem Kadri story. So cool. So when he got when the Leafs drafted him in 2009, maybe. Nine. Yep. Okay, I was in Montreal. I went to Montreal for the weekend with my buddies. We said let's do the draft. We were at the bar after the draft, and Kadri was actually there. And he, we we're like, hey, Nas, like we're, we're from Toronto, man. Like, congrats. And he came out to us. He was such a nice guy. He's like, oh, thanks for coming, guys. Shook our hands, took a photo with him, bought us a round of shots. What a guy. We're like, this is so cool. Nice. You know what he did next? No. He drank them all? No. <laughs> he stole our fucking mitts. What? So we had three, four girls that we met, like we were hanging out with for an hour. And next thing you know, they were hanging off Kadri's every last word, and they were okay. gone with the win. No, and we were like, "God damn it, Kadri just came in. He, he didn't bought us drinks. Steal anything? Yeah, right. Unintentionally, he took our girls. Not really. But unintentionally, they left you. 
intentionally they left us. <laughs> yeah. So Nas McConaughey, if you're listening, you you owe us, buddy. I don't, so at least another show. I don't show. know if he owes you. Yeah, he doesn't owe we're us. We're anything, playing this no. charity but, game. Yeah, no. If I was one of those girls, I would have been gone too. Peace. We're playing this charity game, and I get a solid like I don't know three minutes of ice time a period, if that. But I'm up on the bench yelling. Like, just giving shit to the other team. Everything that I could think of has come out of my mouth. And we had two, like, ex-pro coaches there, as usually happens. And I get a tap. They're like, you know this is for charity, right? (laughs) Sit down. And I've never (laughs) been so proud and so embarrassed in the same moment. Because I I I just got told by someone who probably beat the best in his day, you know, to sit down and shut up. But at the same time, I also got told I'm making a fool out of myself. But I was like, no, I'll take it. Oh, my God. Oh, I always yeah. take it. So I would have totally, I would have loved that assignment to just sit at the bench and yell at people. It was I, fun. I would have stayed in hockey longer, I think. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> for sure, for sure did more I wish chirping. we could have that a bit in dance. Have you, that in dance? Yeah. Shit like, talk? Oh, yeah. Like, Were I kind of wish, like. But you're not on the floor at the same time as the other team, right? You no, you're never, you're never in the same stadium. Like, no. like, would you ever be in a, in a situation where you could chirp someone from across the court? Uh, or from the field or whatever? I, I mean, yes, I have, like, back in university, but... Yeah. Were you uh, with the Raptors during the infamous LeBron pick? picture? No, no, no. That was... Uh, I was the year before that. year before, so... And what was that again? Remind, uh, remind the... Cleveland decided to take their position at the start of the game yeah, on the court... LeBron in, always stands like at center court. In the sure. middle of the dance pack as they were finishing that's, the routine. That's wicked. But it wasn't just, it was everyone. Like, yeah, literally. The team took their position amidst the dancers. They, they just basically went around the dancers and just stood there. And and it was. That is so badass. Wildly, wildly, it was widely spoken about yeah. uh, by media because it was, it's badass. It's also rude. Yeah. Like, right. Let's look at the pay difference between. The folks dancing on the court for the fans and the opposing team's superstar LeBron. Like, right. mind mind your manners. You're going to be the center of attention the whole game. You can get the fuck out of the way right now. Right. Was it At a big game? Time, it was, was it a playoff game? Uh, it was not a playoff game, but every time Toronto plays. Every time anyone plays LeBron, yeah. it's a big game. Right. Right? And right. So that, that was it, the year of All-Star, too. Was it? Yeah. You weren't here for All Star? No. Uh, you're like, I've got a great idea. I'm gonna leave the dance pack right before this sport becomes really important to this city. <laughs> I know, right? Great idea, Holly. Uh, did you go back to school? Is that what no, happened? No, I, w- I was already in school, but I uh, started hosting for the Miss Augusta Steelheads at that right. point. So that's so also where my hockey scheduling comes conflicks. In. Yeah, so the there's just no way I could do all of it. But. You uh, you parlayed your time at uh, your time with Mississauga right now into a guest recently on the show. Yeah, uh, Nick Holly, Hag. Holly, yeah, Holly was able to. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Hag was he the one for? Oh, and no, well, two actually. Yeah, but we have uh, we've had Owen Tippett in, and obviously a podcast just came out with uh, Nick Hag, which yeah. was great. He was actually at the Steelheads game on the weekend. We just uh, honored him for Aww. his time there. Mm-hmm. That's great. And yeah. they, honored, they honored the show too, right? Chalk and Joel. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Up, up on the on the scoreboard. <laughs> the middle, tried, yeah. and they actually remember when Apple forced U2 onto everyone's phones? Yeah. They did the same thing with Jock and Jill. It's coming. Inside the Steelheads. Takeover's yeah. uh, coming. Just you wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's right. You guys got big plans. Too. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool though. Yeah. The, the, got the merch coming out soon too. <laughs> do, do you the actually underwear. If you don't have, we should just chat briefly as soon as we're done. Sure. Because there's really easy ways to do it, which is really fun. Like, it's really fun, and we use it a lot as giveaways, 
right? And yeah. just, just for listeners, yeah, I know yeah. you guys have great listenership and that, that interacts with you regularly. And because I always see the pictures of them like taking a picture of their dashboard or whatever, yeah, that's which right, yeah. does not sound safe. At all. Um, well, sometimes. A lot, sometimes a lot, a lot not. Of things but that, you know what? You got to risk your life sometimes <laughs> yeah. for like the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to think. We don't encourage driving and, and texting, but. If you're going to do it, do yeah. it. At least. When at, you're taking a photo. At least of take Jack a photo of, uh, yeah, of our show while you're doing it. But yeah, we, we, it's cool. We do. We, we ask people to send photos in of where they're listening from. Mm-hmm. And. Um, we just like seeing that like people are actually listening yeah. from like across the world. Yeah, you cool. got some people in Australia, got some people in Germany that are sending us photos. So it's it's pretty sick that just podcasts can also like go all, that far. It's yeah. a neat. Well, it is the World Wide Web. Holy. Shocking! I know. <laughs> Emphasis I know. on worldwide. <laughs> what? The internet. globalization is a fantastic is, thing that has just swept the I'm 21st century. I'm still learning about it, guys. She's like, you know, if we put a podcast up in Toronto, <laughs> they can hear it in They Hong can Kong? hear it in Munich? No. And you're like, how? <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is the level of teaching we have to get to kids before they start posting <laughs> dumb sh- pictures of themselves on the internet. Yeah. I remember well, actually going back to a previous for me. employer. I'm not going to name who they were. Uh, they fired a couple employees because... They had stolen a 40 uh, from, like, the main area, went into a back room, would passing it around, and IG storying the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was pick up your phone, and you could see these two employees <laughs> with stolen liquor right now in the back room. Not like, oh, we did this sometime in the past. How old, oh were, these? How old were these kids? Uh, were they kids? They were not kids. No, they were probably young twenty-ish. Okay, so well, you gotta yeah. give them, you gotta give them a break because their frontal cortex is not fully developed yet. No, I do no. You no. make no. What, really? You never, you never made stupid decisions you, when you were twenty-one, twenty-two. Uh, I, I could uh, yeah. tell you, absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> but not that stupid. No, well, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, exactly. You no. can't. Like, <laughs> if anyone under the age of twenty-six does something really stupid, but I didn't film myself too. Oh, you that's can't blame them. Untrue as their well. Their brain's not fully yeah, developed. Know, right? You mm. can't blame them. Their brain does not working yet properly. Well, Quick, it's time to do it. Quick sense. <laughs> you know why? It's because if you go bankrupt, you're not even 30 before your credit's repaired. If you yes. get <laughs> like, if you get a ticket or criminal record, like it's off your record before you're 30. Right. Like, really, honestly, you have until 22 or 23 to get really all get the dumbassery out. Disagree, and then it starts. You think later. Well, okay, so, so like, oh, he's still fucking up. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> fucking up, but still. Anyway, if you, like, if you look at the, the how you know the your brain function, your sure. frontal cortex, which controls uh, decision making, everything that makes us human beings, does not basically. does not fully become developed until you're 26. That's a fact. I think. I think. <laughs> Check it out. I might I be wrong about that. I, I might be wrong about that. I don't know if it's exactly 26, but it's definitely in the mid 20s. Right around there. Yeah. Your voice got so serious that yeah. I. Bought in. See, like, I, 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 amidst, amidst all the bullshit that you shoveled over the last 40 minutes, I completely bought in. That's why I'm in sales, man. That, That's why I'm in sales. So I can just, if, if you can sound convincing enough, you can. You can sell anything. Not, yeah. You can sell ice to an Eskimo, even though Eskimo is probably no, not I mean, the right I would, I would definitely anymore. question yeah. half, his, half of his stats on the show, I'd probably question, but he says it convincingly. Yeah. We have 10,000 downloads an episode. Are you kidding me? That's uh, incredible. Are you oh, kidding me? Totally. Yeah, that's like my favorite. <laughs> my favorite stat is that eighty uh, percent of stats are fabricated. Yeah, yeah, which probably, is great yeah. because probably Frank fabricates them. No, yeah, eighty percent because it's a stat. Then makes people be like, "Well, is that true?" 
Oh yeah. Right. Eighty percent of stats are fabricated. Stat. Did I just make that like up? Frontal, 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 frontal cortex. At twenty six, <laughs> I, mean, I think. Fuck. I was like, wow, eighty percent. Yeah, eighty oh, percent. That makes sense. I'm like, ah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Full well, circle. What I love about the long format conversation style, obviously something that. I'm really close to and I wanted to explore mm-hmm. when we started this podcast is the amount of things that I learn, right? Because you guys, I, you guys do your prep and you are well versed in the person's history and the person's life. Right. When, oh yeah, we've stalked them all the way back. That's freaky. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call it research. <laughs> you got to let the rest of your frontal cortex harden <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, I passed 26, <laughs> damn it. But you learn, are you? But sure. are, but are you? Are you? But are you? Um, I'm not. I'll uh, take it. So you do all this research, you amass all this information. A lot of it doesn't get out over the course of a podcast, right? You're always over prepared, mm-hmm. but you always come away with so much more that you didn't realize, and so much color to their life that you never had right. before. It's the learning that I think really intrigues me and and keeps me going in this format. What are some of the nuggets that you guys have learned? You've had some incredible guests. Uh, yeah. I think of recently Don Van Massenhoven, yeah. which is inc- the referee life is a very so cool. interesting, so cool, yeah. very he different was an one. Incredible guest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. no one comes, no one wakes up and is like, you know what I'm going to be when I grow up? A referee. No. Right? But it was like we were talking before, before we got on a mic, the niche. The niche jobs that exist, and it's weird to call refereeing a niche job it is because it is, we yell at them every single day. But no one really thinks, how did they get into life? You guys had uh, Big Daddy Bob McGill, Bob someone McGill, I was yeah. able to work with yeah. for yeah. a period of time. Bob Great guy. Bob, Bob yeah. you had the brothers. Uh, the Gaunts brothers are from yes, Markham. the Gaunts brothers. Uh, Mike Camilleri, Josh Georges. Right off the bat was Mike Camilleri. Camilleri Josh Georges, yeah. Um, we've got uh, Steven Stamkos that you guys will probably hear at St- some Stamkos point. Stamkos, we've recorded. We haven't released that yet. Um, Stammer came into the. Yeah. You had Stammer in. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so well, he's a unionville guy. And he's actually he's actually a buddy of mine. Actually, quick. My mic was. I don't know how my, how my mic got pointed down there, but I'll fix that. Stammer. Uh, you do this professionally, right? Uh, I, one day, one day, one day, I will. One day, I will. Um, so we both kind of. I mean, that, did you know Stammer growing up? I mean, you this is an exclusive. I, I danced with his sister growing up. You danced with his sister, yeah. yeah. So he's the act- dance world, oh, uh, opening so many doors. Yeah, I know. Yeah, seriously, shit. I gotta get into that. But um, Stammer's actually, a buddy, he's actually a buddy of mine, believe it or not. We played in the same fantasy football league for it. years. He actually won our fantasy league this year, you motherfucker, Steven. I know like he needs it. Like he needs it. Yeah, I know. That's what, what I'm like. like, like how me? much more pride do you need? His team, was, his team wasn't even that good. He got <laughs> so lucky. He picked up two guys in the last week and he ended up <laughs> yeah, winning. Yeah, the Mahomes guy. Bullshit, Stammer. I don't know about him. <laughs> but yeah, we actually had him in our studio, which was great. And he did. He spent an hour and a half with us and we got... Amazing, and it was a really cool interview because having known him for so long, I felt like he was extra comfortable with with myself and Holly because Definitely. it's like, of course, I've known him for like we've we've been buddies for a long time, and it's like, oh, the stories were hilarious. The ultimate shooting the shit, like yeah, ultimate open completely. book. So that one is gonna be really cool when it when it does come out. Hopefully, uh, shortly. Uh, outside of you know just dropping that big Stamkos bomb mm-hmm. on us, thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wh- what else you've picked up, and what else you really enjoy? I'd say, honestly, like the real conversations that you actually have where, you know, people actually answer and don't say, there you go. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) there you go. She's professional. (laughs) She is. But nowadays you either it's small talk or you've known the person forever. So coming into a conversation that you don't know someone that well and you're sitting down guaranteed probably for about an hour, Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen as often nowadays. Mm -hmm. So 
actually feeling them out, seeing their interaction, seeing their responses, and just almost becoming friends with all these guys. And it's been a blast, honestly. I haven't had a guest in yet that like we don't leave and we're like, oh my God, like that guy is just like unreal. Or girl, because we've got a great girl coming on uh, the podcast in uh, the coming weeks, uh, Sarah Nurse from the Canadian Olympic uh, hockey team. And so it's all the different people Mm -hmm. and how incredible each one of them are mm-hmm. in terms of uh i'll share a specific story with you about because you mentioned mcgill mm-hmm. i um, love big daddy okay so so probably one of the cool and, and if, if there's any leaf fans listening you need to go check out it's episode three of jock and jill show and, and uh, mcgill fought for a lot of years with toronto but w- probably the coolest story i think from uh from our interview with bob is he was t- he was talking is the about year he was drafted actually that was my favorite part of it do you remember what year he was drafted uh 84 uh, 80 remember oh, i think I, you I, announced I messed it, it up you yeah. announced, i went through them all I again was, recently i was nervous and you're like you were drafted in 1982 and he was like yeah. 1980, 1980 actually, actually. see his stats like, yeah damn it. question them yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys need an official like stat checker like fact checker. Checker. Fact checker. Yeah. you know what i was nervous because like i'm a huge leaf fan it's yeah. like it's bob mcgill he doesn't play anymore but like Whatever. Still. It's still so cool to, to be interviewing a, a he's, former Leaf. So. He's incredible. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off from your favorite. No, no problem. So story. like there, he had a, he had a lot of really cool stuff they shared with us from like playing with with Grant Fear uh, in junior hockey. Uh, they Scoring were buddies, his first pro and then he goal against his first them. Pro goal against mm-hmm. them. <laughs> talking about uh, talking about how like they'd be in the dressing room before. Uh, they play the Oilers like heading out onto the ice, and they'd be in the room like, guys, like we gotta be good tonight, or yeah. else like yeah. they're gonna put ten up on us. Yeah. Like, come on, like make sure everyone's like be aware, get your, be shit, awake, together. Get your shit together. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about talking about fighting Probert was really cool. Oh yeah. So probably one of my favorite things from that episode, and just our our podcast so far, was he's talking about the night that the night that Bob Probert was busted for cocaine use at the border. Um, which you know, diehard <laughs> diehard hockey fans know this story. If oh, anyone yeah. has read his book, McGill fought him that night. Earlier that night. Earlier that night in Toronto, and he says he caught him square a couple times, and he didn't he didn't, he didn't react. And then the next morning he wakes up, and they're like, "Oh, geez, like look what happened. Like maybe he was well, he was on it. He talked yeah. about talks about it in his book. Open. And then and then Probert gets suspended for I don't remember how long it was, but his first game back, yeah, <laughs> he's fighting yeah. Toronto, and there's B- McGill. It's like, are you kidding me? Very cool to listen to him uh, talk about that. Oh yeah, you can hear the rest of the stories on the podcast. I remember yeah. I remember ahead of the twenty. I don't think this came up on the podcast. I remember ahead of the twenty thirteen NHL draft, uh, he was one of my long sit downs that I had, and we talked about. Pretty sure I need a I need a fact checker as well. I'm pretty sure he was the WHL. He was either WHL scoring leader or he's his team scoring leader. And, um, and he did this weird thing where I think he went from scoring leader in his draft year to penalty minutes leader in. And yes, he he finished his his junior career yeah. with a ton of penalty, penalty minutes, minutes as well. Yeah. But I think what came in underrated was his ability to score and that really it was oh it's always Did stuck in my that? mind did we miss uh, that in our press okay that's no a, no no that's I, a really I rem- cool stat no i remember are you hockey db DBing him right now he is victoria cougars i only see 41 points there in what looks like his draft year click on the so, click on victoria cougars click on the actual team maybe he led defense in points maybe that's what you're thinking of <laughs> so <laughs> barry peterson had 147 points yeah. um I'm going to dig up that old interview. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, cool. regardless of what the numbers say, because they don't really matter anyway. It's no, just the exactly. picture we put paint in her head. 80%, right? 80% of all stats are false. Uh, what's What really stood out in my mind is that conversion that all hockey players have to take that 
entered the league in that role, uh-huh. right? Because they are still among the utmost percentile of skilled hockey players in our nation in North America. Yet, because there's only so many slots to fill, and you need someone to fulfill that job, that they have to convert yes. themselves into, into, into a fighter. Great point. Into a fighter. Great point. And yeah. I always because in this weird way, when you're young, you watch and you're like, oh yeah, he's a fighter. He was always a fighter. But mm-hmm. no, they are skilled, skilled hockey players. I had the benefit of playing with Bob McGill. We used to have game day games yeah. Uh, yeah. at Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment where and it was part of we, we called it we, we thought we were helping out the ice crew we probably weren't but they let us play like a staff game and you get a lot of the ex-players and it's one of the, like it's incredible incredible how much skill stays insane i i um absolutely I, oh my god and me yeah. where i'm it, not i'm not gonna, these were the fighters and they're and they're so good like i played in a, i played in a charity game of, i played in a charity after. game with brad may hockey helps the homeless really cool a tournament that raises money and and brad may looked like Sidney crosby in his prime <laughs> out there like the hands that this guy had it was just like oh my god like he and was he wasn't like a pure pure fighter but and you realize, no, Brad, no, Brad May could score. You're right, but he, could he was, score, but he wasn't. He wasn't like he wasn't that. Well, he wasn't known he, for scoring. He's not a top six. No, no, on no, anyone's no, no. team. He's at a any bit time. of a hybrid of, of yeah. a tough guy. And but it's just like, oh my god, these guys, the skill they carry with them. One thing about retired hockey players, they never lose their hands ever. No, and they never will. And they never lose their. Sh- they, they, they they may slow down. Uh, you know, their skating may may really decline, but you, you will never see the pro guys lose their shot or their hands. They can shoot the puck till they're probably fucking seven years old. That's why they're years. a pro. Yeah. That's why they're a pro. Yeah. And it uh, for me, as I've journey and venture through different stages of my life, mm-hmm. you realize that if you can just have the same amount of focus, right, at whatever profession we're choosing or whatever career we're oh, choosing we're deep now i like this that but it's true and i and i'm glad that you guys are here because i know you guys share the same mindset mm-hmm. and as i said earlier your preparation shows through that if you can just have the same amount of focus and intent when you plan something we talked earlier i asked you you know about the the format of your show and then how you have intent and and, and you plan that out if we have the same amount of focus in any one part of our life that mm-hmm. an athlete can bring to that one part of their life, you're destined for success. That's beautiful. And that's something that, that I that's pull from athletes. Oh, thank you. Clapping, Dylan, clapping are you going to clap too? No, he's going to edit the <laughs> clapping in later. That's, that's what he can do. I, we get full applause as if we're in front of a live studio audience. We're like, yeah! yeah! That was great. Hi, Kyle. Send over some sound effects after this. It's a good foley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys do. And that's, 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 a, that's one thing we, we actually haven't mentioned. You want to touch on sound? sound on the sound effects? Sound I ideas? Love, yeah. So I love the way you guys work that in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Sound Ideas Recording Studio is actually where we're stationed out of. And uh, basically, a lot of our sound effects and everything come from there. So mm-hmm. whether it's Sound Ideas, West Star Music, Hollywood Edge, Audio Hero, or uh, Free SFX... It's uh Are those all different companies? Yes. Independent companies. Within one roof. Within one roof. All sister companies of Sound Ideas. Oh my goodness, that sounds so confusing. It is. I would it's hate great. to be the bookkeeper. I didn't even know that. Oh god. I would hate she, to She keep... is there forever, I bet. No, yeah, just like kind <laughs> of keeping track of everything. And so how, you know, 
to give them a little bit of love because this is the studio that really you, you guys are housed out of how you know what, what kind of things do they offer outside of just you know Foley and SFX well they've just been a huge help I just said SFX and it sounds weird when you say it like that but anyway go S- ahead Sorry. SFX SF sound effects wasn't FS wasn't FSX the old porn channel on Rogers years ago you would know that. FSX? On remember Rogers? FSX? I don't at all. I remember watching that when I was like 12. <laughs> it was it was on Rogers like after like 2 o'clock. When you See, were 12, anyone else out there? I was I was probably 30. No. Damn, you look good, no, man. FS, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, FSX, SFX. Okay, never mind. Sound we got FX. off another tangent there. Actually, Sorry. funny enough, the owner of Sound Ideas, though, he has a car that his license plate says GR8. Mm-hmm. SFX, so great sound effects. Mm. And I, I couldn't have put oh. that together Someone changed you. the F to an E with lipstick, and he drove around for like months really? with it saying "Great Sex." With no way, yeah, lipstick. Unreal. Yeah. Could it have been someone that records there? You know, no, every no, once no, in a no, while? no. This is fairly Could, years ago. Do you know the owner <laughs> of the van? I do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but I'll Lordy. hold back. <laughs> I'll hold I'm back. shocked. <laughs> I'm back. actually like shocked when you say, "You know what? I'll hold back." No, because yeah, usually you're showing like, a little yeah, bit of restraint. Yes, it's it's in the first few months you've done some training, I guess. You know, Frank came in with all these ball busting ideas. He's like, "I'm gonna change the world," and <laughs> and you find ways to 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 hone him in and bring him into more of a structured environment. At times, yeah. At times, he also needs to like get me together. There, there's it's, there's it's, been a, there's been a few moments where he's like, "Holly, what are you even saying?" Yeah. I'm like, oh, "I don't know, but I think we should just go here. We I'll, should do this." I just gotta... keep talking until yeah. an idea comes to one me. Thing, exactly. One thing that Holly does do, which is good though, is kind of like what you said just to your point a moment ago. Um, maybe I'll have an idea or I'll want to say something, and she'll be like, mm, "Frank, like that's probably shouldn't be saying that. Like it doesn't look good." Mm. Um, I mean, I could give, yeah, like I have a lot of specific interview. examples that I could give of dumb shit you want to say. Yeah. Like, I don't like, know if I want to share, dumb. I don't know if I want to share any of them. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, that's um, what the edit, the edit room well, floor is. Well, that's why I'm here for is to, to say, no, don't, yeah, yeah. don't, don't do it. Right. Right. Like, you know, I may say something that make, you know, even though we're not intending to be, um, crude, crude, of course it, it may come off that way too. Cause I mean, you have a variety of listeners who in, interpret things in different ways. So I guess, uh, she kind of keeps me even keeled, uh, on that. In that perspective, and yeah, no lawsuits yet. No lawsuits yet, but if we do, my dad's a lawyer, so we'll be fine. No problem. Your Cro- dad's a lawyer. Cro- Cro- yeah, so Croopy law, yeah. Croopy law, you. yeah. If you need any wills or real estate done, call Cosmo at Croopy Law. Okay, <laughs> he'll give you a hell of a deal. Um, so you know, Frank. The yeah. last ten minutes is just ad reads, just pumping for like pumping. friends and family members. <laughs> pumping, baby. We're yeah. like, who else do we have? We have Clay from Clay's Plumbing. Uh, <laughs> Oscars, you, like to think. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you need any toilets unclogged? Call Clay's over at Clay's <laughs> Clay's Plumbing. Uh, Clog them and unclog them, right? You want Wilson Windows and Doors? You can you can call Wilson Windows and Doors. He'll make uh, sure your windows and doors are sealed uh, and not cold, never opened again. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Vancouver Millionaire's hat you have on? Uh, it is. It's still Vancouver, uh, not millionaires. It's, it's, the, the, it's the old it's Canucks. The old Canucks. That's yeah. cool. Thank you. I appreciate. I was like stammering through. Yeah. I knew I wore this on purpose, yeah. and I was like, I have mad love for the Leafs, but I was out west, uh, not last Christmas, the Christmas before, 
I was able to catch a game, and I'm like, nah, I gotta buy a hat. That's yeah, it's got that's a good, my it's thing. Got a, it's got a good and brim. It's a, it's a solid hat too. Solid, like solid it's brim, just yeah. it's just a nice look. It's got the old V kind of what they they had that down the the collar, yeah. I guess, of their old jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I always liked that. I was never a huge Canucks fan at any point in my life, but I respected that real retro look. Really cool yeah. of, of colors and into their jersey. I like if it. you guys Color are gonna. Mix. Color, it is the color of her mics. Everything comes back to there the color. I have to color coordinate oh, yeah, everything in my right. life or else I come completely unwound. Before we let you guys go, before we let you guys go, Dylan, we sound so official. Yeah, before they take the chains off us and let but, us leave yeah, the studio, exactly. right? Before I say get out, um, <laughs> everyone, Don Van Massenhoven, 100%. Uh, I love the Camillary one. I have, I have mutual friends. Uh, with Mike and I've loved his career. Uh, oh, nice. Bob McGill, uh, the Gaunts brothers. This is a pretty impressive list you've amassed already. But Thank who's you. kind of on your bucket list? Yeah, who's on your, your your pie in the sky list? That if we're looking through the the rest of 2019, yeah. that you know what I want is for you guys to be able to get them, and then I can call you up afterwards. Like remember the day you dreamed of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it's it. happening. Who's 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 we're, pie in the we're sky? We're really really close to getting Clayton on from the uh, Stringer podcast. Oh, he's a douchebag though. <laughs> yeah. He won't give you anything. I don't know. He, he's playing hard to get. He keeps yeah. leaving us yeah. on read. <laughs> oh no! It's, I can check my phone. The email hasn't come through. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the invite. Okay. Perfect. Um, I can tell you about all my playing days <laughs> on the sideline. I would love to get Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Yes. What That'd do you guys cool. think of his uh, his All Star performance? What do you, what do you guys think about the All Star game? Didn't really watch it. It was so garbage. I didn't. It's hard. I watched the skills competition. It was so yeah. bad. But uh, it was so bad. I mean, yeah, no one wants to get hurt. It's They're all great players. Unpopular but. opinion. I think I'm gonna like hockey this year because of what I saw at the All Star competition, which oh, I yeah. have really? never said really? before in my life. But I have Why? for one of the. I okay the trucking the the Pacific versus Central trucking the yeah. first game of the competition. I died. I think what it I think it went back to the skills competition first. I love the inclusion of the women from the women's game. I love that. Thought that was smart. And it ended, it's funny, it ended on a note that perhaps couldn't be more negative for the NHL, and that was all the, the pay decker stuff, mm-hmm. but couldn't be more positive for inclusion of yeah. of, of women into the, the national game. Mm-hmm. Um, and more people paid attention to that. Which is wild, and a bad thing had to happen in order for a good thing to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was so much media on it by Saturday that it was incredible. So many people, like, went back to watch it, basically, at that point. Mm-hmm. So I think it was from the skills competition. I had joked with my buddies who do another podcast called Sportsfeld, and they were like, are you guys going to watch the skills competition tonight? They put a poll in on Twitter. And I was like, dude, you know there's a raps game on, right? Raps weren't doing so great. And so I ended up watching the skills game. I loved what they did there. I hate that fucking passing one. Like, it is such, it yeah. is slow. It's not entertaining. It's terrible. Like, fastest it's skater, terrible. 100%. I get yeah. it. Like the, the who can stop the most pucks, whatever they want to call it. Sure, that one's I, garbage too, though. It's garbage for the goalies. The it's goalies, great for everyone goalies, else. The, the, the players, no one's trying. No one's trying. But they don't have to. I know. They have but, to put on. It, it's the sports and entertainment. Industry. I know. I get it. But it's just the whole. It's just. It's just a crock of shit. I think the whole. The whole weekend. <laughs> Tell like, us how you really feel. <laughs> like you know. You know what that like. They, they should take a page out of the NFL uh, skills competition. Like I watched a bit of theirs from the Pro Bowl. From the Pro Bowl, not 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 the game itself, but the skills. Like they had they had uh, players playing dodgeball against each other. Hilarious. Very cool. They had the kickers playing tic tac toe on the on the upright. But that's the advantage of doing something when. 
everyone involved is out of season. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Yeah. Because that's it's that's true. Because I think even if that's you point, if yeah. you're to do a bunch of jokey stuff where they're not going to get it injured, right. everyone would criticize it and be like, they should be focused on the next game, right. not playing games with their friends. Right. What is this? The Love League? Like, this is ridiculous. Um That's true. Thoughts on moving the All-Star game to June? What if they did that? Uh, if they no, did it, I don't think right no. before the no. weekend before these. Nah, you couldn't do that because the problem is as soon as all the teams that have been eliminated, that so teams that didn't make the playoffs, right. or teams that are, go out in the first oh, round, everyone's those guys are going off. on vacation because and it's two months ago. Yeah, yeah so exactly. you're not going to drag some. You're not going to call you know fucking Logan Couture who's in right, completely. you know Bahamas and say, hey, you going to come for the All Star game? That's a very good point. I don't know why I said Logan Couture. He didn't even make the All Star <laughs> game this year. That's really weird. Really weird selection, Frank. Hot take. Hot take. Um, sure. And then you Anyways, go. back to who do you want on the podcast? Um, on topic, off. Yeah, off to ten. Off topic, I was, on ten I was over it. So yeah, go good back. job, Holly. Way to, <laughs> way, way to reel us back in there. there yeah, go. yeah, yeah. I should have had show notes that I yeah. just like post on the screen, and we can all just follow it. I think um, Frank can do the interview. Frank can do the. <laughs> yeah, I really liked. I really like Curtis Joseph just because uh, he. Cool I was such. He was my like my idol as a kid, and I yeah. would just be so. Nostalgic and Keswick and Sutton and boy. thrilling. I grew up too. in Hall Landing, which yeah. is like the closest village yeah. to interview him. But we actually have, I guess, to pump the show a little bit. We actually have uh, three interviews coming up in the next six weeks or so with former Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, we've got. We actually have Eddie Shack coming into our studio on Thursday, or no, no, no on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And that's gonna be wild. Uh, four-time Stanley Cup champion, and he was like wildly famous with the Leafs in the '60s. And 70s. He is eccentric he's, too. He's yes, he's gonna have some uh, some interesting things, and he actually is Eddie. I think we think is actually banned from the Leafs. Um, <laughs> he's banned from the Leafs alumni box because he got maybe had a few Shittered. too many pints and, and he swore a lot. And so we're gonna ask him about it though. His his are you? Re- Oh, what? absolutely. Yeah. So his his agent, I guess, Why you, not? Call him. <laughs> you know, what what is there to lose? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. His agent, I guess, if you want to call call him the agent, is handler, handler. Yeah. When we spoke with him, he's like, yeah, Eddie will come on. Like, it's fine, but just be prepared because he has zero filter, and we're like, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That works out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got um, we have Nick Antropov coming on as well Incredible. in March, uh, and then the third one we won't jinx yet because we haven't quite confirmed it yet, but. Um, Nick Antropov. Yeah, I think my third ever interview ever was oh, really? Nick Antropov. Nick the oh yeah? yeah. My second one was Alexei Ponikarovsky. Really? My first one, like not on the show. I mean, like when I was starting my career. Okay. And it was like Wendell Clark. Actually, that's a lie. There's Yuri Tulusti, right? Which I don't <laughs> really Tulusti. count because he was like yeah. in the AHL at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. playing the second year. Yeah. And then it was Wendell Clark. I basically shit myself. Alexei Ponikarovsky. Then Nick Antropov. And I was like, what am I doing? They're wow. gonna find out I'm a fake. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Phony. Even phony. <laughs> uh, you can find you guys on iTunes. I'm gonna guess the other one, Spotify. Yeah, oh, yeah. 100% Spotify. I've seen you yep. on Spotify, Stitcher. Sure, you can find them on Stitcher. Yeah. And you know what? If you like the uh, podcast download chaser app, you can find them there too. I just made that up. Sure, and find it, them on social media at oh, Jock and Jill Show. At Jock and Jill Show. Yeah. I, I like to end each podcast the same every single time. Sure. So as we wrap up, from Frank, from Holly, from Dylan, from Luca, who knew da- knew knew dude about it, who no doubt is going to edit this at some point. Please, 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 be good to yourselves, Jock- jockers and jillers, jockers and jillers, jockers and jillers. <laughs> eat your vegetables. Oh, and eat your vegetables. 
I guess. Absolutely, eat your vegetables. I don't. I, I I've been having cooking Brussels sprouts uh, lately, and, and I don't mind that. <laughs> but um, I mean, listen, you know what? Let's let's have a real moment here. Vegetables, it, they suck to eat. They really do. But but <laughs> if you consistently eat them, and if you get your if you get a, a, the right serving every single day, not only will you live longer, you will look better and feel better. Just put it into, into your smoothie. old age. It'll go down a lot easier. That too. You got it all wrong. You're fired. Get out of here. All right, we're gone. Mic drop. <laughs>